Welcome to another episode of Tremendous Opinions Podcast. My name is Miles Kilby, and it's been about a week and a half since my last update. A lot, a lot has happened. We have a new national champion. The Baylor Bears stunned Gonzaga last night. I'm recording on Tuesday, so last night was Monday, National Championship Monday. And I expected Gonzaga to win. I had a few conversations with, you know, some basketball minds. I thought the defensive side for Baylor was a little over the line, but uh, overshadowing everything was their their three-point shooting, their shooting in general. They didn't miss a shot last night, so they deserve it, but at the same time, I was kind of upset with the way the defense was called all game long, but... um, I wanted to recognize the champions because that's a big deal. But bigger than that, my man Roy Williams, head coach of the Tar Heels, is done. He's retired. Um, I went to Roy Williams basketball camp when I was in eighth grade. I met him. I have a picture hanging up. It's out of frame. But me and Roy Williams, when I was a kid, man, so it means a lot to see him go. A few accolades. 900 wins in fewer games and seasons than any coach in NCAA history. He had 903 wins in 33 seasons. That's the most by any coach in that stretch of time. In second place is Mike Krzyzewski with a whole hundred wins less. So in 33 seasons, Roy won 903 games. In 33 seasons, Mike Krzyzewski won 803 games. And in third place all-time would be Dean Smith, only one game behind Coach K at 802 wins. So in certain brackets of statistical fields, um, you know, I'm sure we could deep dive into analytics and find many, many stats that Roy Williams would be the leader in as far as coaching goes. Um Three national championships should be four, but we, uh, I say we, but the Tar Heels got beat by that buzzer beater in 2016 to Villanova, the Chris Jenkins shot. So uh, it was almost four championships, but he won in 2005 with Raymond Felton, Sean May, and that cast. 09 with Hansbro, Ty Lawson, and that cast. And 17 with uh, Joel Berry, and that cast. Uh, Kennedy Meeks, Isaiah Hicks. So him leaving is a big, big deal. Today was a big turning point in the program. Hubert Davis was named the new head coach yesterday, but today he had the press conference. Um, It was a good day for me because that moved me. I kind of had a day off today. So I started off with watching Lord of the Rings, extended cut. Mm. Mm. Um, Yeah, it had me fist pumping. I only fist pumped a couple times in my life to movies. When I went to see Dark Side of the Moon, Transformers, I threw popcorn and was fist pumping in the theater. And today alone in my living room, I've seen 
Lord of the Rings a hundred times, but it had me fist pumping this morning about probably, I don't know, eight o'clock this morning. Um, then I watched the Hubert Davis introductory press conference as the new head coach of the Tar Heels, and a few things he said had me fist pumping, man. I was just looking like a lunatic by myself out on the porch, just fist pumping like Tiger Woods, because uh, even as not a Tar Heel fan, I think people would be good just as a human to watch that press conference, man. Hubert Davis is a good man, better man than I'll ever be. Um, and that press conference is really moving. I've actually got emotional three times today. That extended cut Lord of the Rings is the real deal. I mean, dude, at the end, the end, Mr. Frodo, he's, he's it. He said, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> do you remember the Shire? Anyway, I'll get emotional again. <clears throat> the Hubert Press Conference, I got emotional. And then on YouTube, I saw Michael Jordan speaking about a year ago at, uh, at Kobe Bryant's celebration of life when Kobe passed at the L.A. Staples Center. It's about a 10, 12-minute speech. And MJ's crying the whole time. But uh, it had me almost putting the waterworks on, too. I don't know why I watched that, but uh, I've been thinking about Kobe a lot lately for some reason. Um, in other news, Sam Darnold was just traded to the Charlotte Panthers. Charlotte, Carolina Panthers. They're in Charlotte. Um, I think that's a loss for both parties involved. Sam Darnold, I mean, it, it's a win to get out of New York, but not a, a win to go to the Panthers. Um, the Panthers lost out on that. I mean, they barely gave up anything with the draft picks, but still, you're going to go with Sam Darnold? It don't make no sense to me. And where's Teddy going to go? They just released him, or didn't release him. They gave him freedom to seek a trade. And that being said, I think the Chicago Bears messed up signing Andy Dalton right out of the gate. They just picked up a trash quarterback and said he's going to be the guy. They should have waited for this quarterback carousel, you know, after the draft or a right draft day. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know why you spent money on Andy Dalton when you know what he's going to be. He's going to be a sack of potatoes out there, man. You got to wait for that quarterback carousel at the NFL draft. So the Chicago Bears, man, you did it to yourself. So eat your heart out. Uh, as well, Mark Few and Brad Stevens, you can eat your heart out because I always wanted Hubert Davis to have the Tar Heel job. I knew we needed to keep it in the family. But... Uh, a lot of a lot of people wanted that Brad Stevens and Mark Few possibility. Brad Stevens being the head coach of the Boston Celtics, and uh, he's taken Butler to the finals twice. Incredible resume. I can't deny him that. And Mark Few being the coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs for the past like 17 years. Um, he's made his own title r runs. He's never won it, but he's been there. Uh they can eat their heart out as well because 
Hubert Davis proved today in that press conference, which I don't like. I said I don't care if you're a Tar Heel fan or not. You should get on YouTube and look up Hubert Davis press conference and listen to that man. What he has to say is uh, really, really impressive, and uh, I couldn't be more thrilled. That's why I got my party gear on. I'm ready to throw a party. It had me fist pumping and jumping up and down on my porch today. So, Hubert Davis, I know you're never going to listen to my trash podcast, but uh, thank you for being a good man. And I'll go ahead and pre-thank you for doing a great job as the coach of a team that I love. So, I know he's going to do a tremendous job. So, God bless Hubert Davis. I was probably a junior in high school or senior in high school. I lived in Oklahoma, and my family packed up and drove here to North Carolina. It was like a 15-hour drive, whatever it was. And uh, we went to Chapel Hill, and we were walking around the Dean Dome, and everything was locked. The facilities were locked. Something was going on. You know, they were doing like some spring cleaning or something. I don't know what was happening, but... The museum's locked. Everything's shut down. So it was pretty disappointed. That's all we wanted to do was go in and just look at things. We didn't want to bother nobody. Didn't want to, you know, cause a scene, cause a problem. We didn't want to give someone an ear beating. But we happened to see a uh, janitor coming out of the basketball offices. We had already checked the door. It was locked. And I caught the door. We went in. I actually can't remember if I caught the door or who caught the door. But we found our way into the basketball offices. And we were just walking around aimlessly for a little bit. Um, we found our way to the floor and took some pictures. They were like waxing the floor and stuff like that. And uh, we turned the corner and there's the basketball offices. It's a pretty sick get-up, you know. Um, they had real fancy signs and nice floors. And they had all the championship rings, even from like 1924 and 1957. They had those old rings sitting there in display cases. Uh, the ring that Michael Jordan won in 82. In, uh, I think it was 2012, the Tar Heels played a like a groundbreaking game, the first time it's ever been done, on a Navy battleship. And Barack Obama was actually on board that ship in the crowd watching that game, and Carolina won. So the trophy was a big battleship. It looks like one of those pieces to the board game. And I saw that big battleship in the like the foyer of the Carolina basketball offices. And the secretary was a really nice lady. She didn't kick us out or... You know, nothing. She was talking to us, letting us look at everything. And we told her that we drove 15 hours to come, you know, get a look at the museum. But it was closed. So, uh, you know, she was letting us poke around. And I heard a voice that's unmistakable through the hallway and around the corner, probably 20 yards from me, if that, I heard the voice of Dean Smith in person. He was there. I heard him laugh, and I heard him talking, carrying on with somebody. 
I didn't know who the somebody was. Their voice wasn't that distinctive to me. Uh, but for sure, I, I looked at the secretary and I said, is that? And she shook her head yes. And I said his health wasn't doing too good and he's just here for a minute, so please don't bother him. So, of course, I was never going to bother and take any time from Dean Smith. But uh, just being in the same area as that man, you feel the energy. I felt that with LeBron James when I saw him in person. You feel the energy of certain people. Um, I don't know if it's your own aura or like your own uh, like mental projection of their aura or their importance, but in those moments you look around to other people and they feel the same thing, so it's not an isolated feeling. It has to be something that that person omits that just makes them a, a special person. But Dean Smith was one of those people. Um, just hearing his voice around, I didn't see him. I just heard his voice around the corner and that was enough to move me. But the person that he was talking to came around the corner, came out to the foyer. And that happened to be Hubert Davis. In his second year at the time as a uh, as an assistant coach for the Tar Heels. And he had no reason to stop and talk with us. He had, I'm sure he's a busy man. He had phone calls to make, recruits to see, stuff to do. But he sat there and talked with us for about 30 minutes. He told me I had cool shoes. He told me, uh, or talked to my dad for about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, that's something I'll never forget. And as soon as Roy retired, I mean, a piece of me really, really hurt because I love Roy Williams, what he stands for, what he's done for the past 15, 20 years for my life personally. But knowing that Hubert Davis is the man that he is and seeing it in person and then watching that press conference today, seeing the mood that he's in, oh, man, it gives you a lust for life, you know? So, not even a Tar Heel fan, I swear. If you are bored, you want to watch something on YouTube, Hubert Davis press conference, and uh, let me know if it moves you like it did me. I'm probably about to watch it again here in a minute. But uh, other than that, I'm actually going to say this. I know like four people listen to this podcast, and I don't really, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to say it on here to keep myself responsible to it. All right, I've told like two people I'm going to start making music. And I'm not going to be like a rapper. I'm not going to be, you know, uh, one of these idiots on TikTok. I'm just going to try to make music because I love music. I've been collecting more vinyl records. Um, I'm just going to mess around with it. I'm not even going to put nothing on SoundCloud or, you know, not be an idiot. Um, But I'm just saying this to make sure that I have to stick to it and that's what I like about a podcast you you're recorded saying these things so you you know you can't flake or you're a flake so I'm gonna start making music now and that's what's gonna happen next I'm gonna still do the podcast and really my lease is up here in like a month and a half so I don't know where I'm gonna be living but even if it's under a rock like Patrick on Spongebob you'll see a podcast from under a rock. I don't know where I'm going to do this. You know, I don't know where I'm going to be. I may even be moving to Georgia. I don't know. I don't know. But 
wherever I am, I'm sure there's Wi-Fi. So um, even if it's not weekly, bi-weekly, whatever, I'm going to continue to do these and uh, continue to try to get better at them. I haven't really gotten better. I've just, you know, been rambling about nonsense and putting minimal effort into my audio enhancement. So um, I'm going to get better, especially when I start getting music equipment and learning what stuff is, watching videos. So I appreciate you if you are watching now and know that this will get better and it's not all going to be about sports, I promise you. But this was just such a big week and a half, two weeks of sports. Roy Williams is the GOAT, man. He's the GOAT. And uh, I've got emotional a couple times thinking about it, that he's not going to be there anymore. So uh, I had to get this Roy is the GOAT podcast off my chest. And that being said, I hope you guys have a good April. And I'll see you again in about a week and a half. Thank you for watching. See you next time.